BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today we are going to be doing a quarantine, quarantine, just everything. You know, I've been lucky enough to have a pre-recorded interview or as I like to say, conversation because I think interviews are kind of and everyone does interviews. So why not just chat with your girls, you know? Anyway, tangent. I was lucky enough to have so much pre-recorded content that we haven't really gone and really dived into everything quarantine. Now that we're all stuck, or as I like to say, safe at home, there's a lot of things going on and we're going to dive into everything that you guys kind of submitted into my little Q&A box on Instagram. And that will be our topic of the day is just staying sane in quarantine, what to do, all of the moods of being inside your house. So let's jump right into today's podcast with best mood and worst mood of the week. It's funny, I actually woke up literally doing the podcast in my brain. I have this thing where if I'm going to bed or waking up, but like just in such a deep state of relaxation, I start like actually filming and talking to myself in my head and like just preparing to do my job in my brain. So I woke up and I was just going through all of my moods, going through my week. And you guys know that it's like kind of feels like Groundhog's Day at this point. And it's just the only thing on our minds. Everyone's in the same boat and it just gets a little repetitive and it's hard to stay sane. So when thinking of my best mood and worst mood, I had to really dig deep for you guys because I didn't want to be boring and have the same moods as I have. (laughs) So my best mood was laughing. I realized looking back at the week, I actually had such a fun week. And I think it's honestly just because I've been stuck in the house with my family. And as much as that could be something that kind of drives you insane naturally, we've honestly really made the best out of our circumstances. And we were in the backyard this week and it was just me and my mom on the lounge chair and we were just cracking up. I don't know why I've been in such a mood. I have just been in such like a weird mood where I've just been making my mom laugh so hard and we've just been making each other crack up. I don't know. I just look back at the past week and I'm like, we have all been laughing so much. I even told my little brother, I was like, if you actually just recorded everything that goes on at the house, I could have such a good TikTok because that's like all the TikToks I watch. I literally just lay in bed and I scroll on TikTok and I just watch everyone's quarantine content. I think the algorithm has catered towards the content that I like on TikTok finally because I've been on long enough. So I don't see like dancing videos and stuff. I just see all like comedy, not like comedy. I don't like the kind of pre thought out comedy on TikTok. I just like the like in the natural habitat stuff. And so I have just been laying in bed, cracking up on my phone at TikTok. I've been spending time with my family, just laughing so hard. And you just forget how important it is to just laugh and make light of a situation and just have fun with each other. So if you haven't laughed in a while, I highly suggest doing something to boost your mood and get you in a giggly mood because it has just been so fun. Even Cameron went on a run and ran by our house and we were all we all came to the door and we were all just cracking up and he was like, what is going on over here? And I was like, we are just in a giggly mood. My worst mood of the week, looking back as well, because... <laughs> It's so hard to keep track in this state. I realized that I fell out of my routine. And I think the past two podcasts, I've been giving such good mood boosters and kind of routine tips and stuff. And I realized that I just honestly fell out of it. I think that, 
you know, you don't realize how much your anxiety affects you until it's gone. And so allowing myself to really finally relax. I told you guys last week that I decided to let myself be okay. And I really did that all week. So it's, you know, those small little accomplishment accomplishments that are really important. Allowing myself to relax also made me kind of fall out of those routines. So I only worked out like once or twice a week. I forgot to take a bunch of my supplements a few days. I just, you know, I didn't do those little small habits that are supposed to be non negotiable but in this situation that we're all in stuck in our houses I think it's okay to be lenient and it's okay to realize like why am I not being myself why am I not doing the things that I usually do the things that are good for me the things that I should be doing and just realizing that it's okay it's okay to live in the gray area and like have some days you remember to take your supplements some days work out some days not feel like it so I think the worst mood was just kind of not doing some of the things that I I know that have been so good for me so it's not the worst mood in a sense of I'm beating myself up and I'm shaming myself for it I'm not doing that it's more just the worst mood of like that was just kind of the only low point of my week I mean obviously there's so much crazy stuff going on but to pick one to talk about is you know just that feeling of oh I didn't really do a lot of the good healthy habits this week. I guess that'll be my low in a sense of I'm going to use it as a goal to kind of get back into, not beat myself up about it, but realize that those are things that make me feel good. I should probably, you know, now that I've had kind of a lazy and relaxing week, you know, put those things back into the routine. Before we jump into mood boosters, I have a new mood booster for you guys. This week's new sponsor is Beachbody. I know I just talked about working out and needing to get back into it. So this is the perfect time. So obviously we're all stuck in our homes for a while. So right now it is more important than ever to stay active and keep moving. Work out and even take classes in the comfort of your own home with Beach Body on demand. Honestly, you guys, all I can think about right now is getting to the beach and it being summer. Like, I just have this vision in my mind of like, finally being with my friends and being on the beach and just it finally being summer so I'm using quarantine to make sure when that day comes that I have my beach body this is actually the company behind p90x insanity and 21 day fix so you can now check out some of beach body's newest program like the morning meltdown 100 and the 80 day obsession and start every day strong they have amazing celebrity trainers like Tony Horton Joel Freeman these workouts are the real deal hundreds of a Effective workouts for all fitness levels ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio to yoga even dance workouts like you guys there's something for literally everyone they also have workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require any equipment which is exactly the type of workouts I love because that way you can get it in you can get it done and I always say it's the small things that add up to big results so even just taking 10 minutes out of your day with no equipment you guys will see results my favorite thing about working out at home right now is it takes out the drive in the park at the gym. I wrote about it on the blog this week, but I've honestly completely fallen in love with working out at home. So I'm so excited to be able to try like all of these new amazing at home workouts now that I'm in the mood for it. You can view on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. It is the best deal in fitness. My personal favorites, like I said, is getting into the dance workouts and the yoga and the short ones that are only 10 minutes long. And guess what? Listeners of Mood can try it absolutely free. There is literally nothing holding you back. Why not try it? I love this program, you guys, because I love hooking up to my TV. I love the vibes, and I love knowing that I'm getting stronger. I got to be ready for the beach, you guys. That's my first thing I'm doing when we get out of here. I really want you guys to try this service because it's free. It's easy and you guys will feel your best. It will seriously boost your mood. If you haven't started working out yet while you're stuck at home, now is the time. Trust me. Right now, my listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text mood to 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the support, totally free. Again, just text mood to 303030. My next mood booster is something I kind of touch on a lot, but I've really noticed that I hadn't been doing it. And it is gratitude list. I always am on and off with this kind of stuff because I'm not a huge journaler or anything like that. But I read this quote and it was like, when you focus on everything that's wrong, you forget everything that's good in your life. And you're so fixated on all the negative stuff. You don't even realize all the positive stuff you do have in your life. And I have a ton of friends that always make gratitude lists. I even have some friends that send me their gratitude lists just as like a little reminder of like, here are the things I'm grateful for, a reminder to make my own gratitude list. And it's something that 
that is so simple, but so, so, so effective. And so I've recently started making my gratitude lists again. I try to also just every night kind of go through things that I'm grateful for in my head if I kind of forget to do it. So if you're kind of a newbie, that's something really easy to do. But I actually downloaded this app and I'm going to get into all of my favorite apps for quarantines in a little bit. But the first one I, I wanted to touch on as a mood booster is the Grateful app because that's kind of how I've figured out to kind of get over that journaling aspect of it. I'm just like a clutter freak too. I love having everything on my iPad and I don't really like having a ton of like notebooks and journals out like on my nightstand. It's like drives my OCD crazy. So this app makes it really, really simple. And I kind of just love when technology makes things aesthetically pleasing and easy and convenient. So I just started using the Grateful app to start making gratitude lists every night, every morning. I like doing it before I go to bed so I can kind of look at my day and actually see more of the positive stuff in it and not go to bed stressed out and really realize how great my day actually was. So a gratitude list, you can kind of figure out what works best for you, but it's definitely been a mood booster for me. My next mood booster is my Kindle. Duh. And the reason that I wanted to bring it up again, because you guys know I'm always talking about my Kindle, always posting about my Kindle, but I realized I've gotten so many DMs of people asking me about my exact Kindle. And obviously you can like look at the details on Amazon because I know you guys are all literate, which is fabulous. I mean, add it to the gratitude list. But the reason I actually love my Kindle Oasis, I wanted to say really quick because a lot of people DM me being like, do you like it? Is it worth it? Honestly, I absolutely love it. I know it's more expensive than the regular Kindle. So if it's out of range, obviously get the regular like paperweight Kindle or whatever it's called. But something about the Oasis Kindle, I love how freaking freaking thin it is you guys when I got it in the mail I almost threw it away because I thought it was just a pamphlet but inside was the Kindle and I love how it's such a bigger screen and it doesn't feel like there's anything else going on like it doesn't even feel like you're holding a piece of technology like you're really just immersed in the book and when you switch hands from right to left you I flip it over so that the little bump on the back that kind of makes it comfortable for hand holding is flipped to the other side and the whole screen just flips upside down and goes with me so I just feel like it's actually an easier reading experience because you can kind of move it around more and I just like I yelled at the okay sis girls last week on their podcast for not wanting to try the kindle and I'm just like why can't everyone just freaking try it? Just literally try reading one book on it. I know you're like, oh my God, like I love like paper. Like I love like the feeling of a book. Like I feel like I'm just like in Paris or like I'm like, you know, Hermione and Harry Potter. Like fuck off. Try a Kindle. Like I literally don't care what your reasoning is. Try a Kindle. I literally have almost read 20 books this year. That's insane. I haven't read that much since I went to high school. Well, I didn't even read that much in high school, but still it's like, I can't explain to you how incredible it is. So if you are looking between the Oasis and the regular one, my Kindle is called the Kindle Oasis. And honestly, 10 out of 10 would recommend absolutely obsessed with it. And for those of you asking, my recent read is called You Are Not Alone. I posted it on Instagram. It was so, so, so good. Oh my God, such a page turner. I spent all week last week just laying outside in the sun reading that book. It was amazing. Such a mood booster. I felt so, so, so good. And then my final mood booster has been per usual like always skincare you guys are always asking me to talk more about skincare so I figured I'd tell you really quick what I've been absolutely loving doing at home I have not worn makeup since quarantine began okay wait I wore it one time but I took it off right away after it was because I had to take one picture but I'm not that person that is going to be out here getting ready to take an Instagram picture like you could not pay me okay you could probably pay me because you know times are tough but I literally have not worn makeup up in weeks. It has been so amazing for my skin. I feel like I've been also being a lot gentler with my skin. Every night I'll just pick two or three products to put on. I've really been loving per usual the Summer Friday CC Me Serum and Jet Lag Mask at night just to really kind of hydrate it and make it brighter. And then I've been using the Sonia Dakar Flash Facial, which if you haven't seen me use it, it's my absolute favorite. Just one minute at home facial. It gets rid of all the dead skin and nastiness on your face. I did it yesterday and I was shocked with how much disgustingness came off my face I didn't realize I was like that gross I like kind of knew how gross I was but like mm, 
when I was pushing it. And then I've been doing my rose gold face mask from Sonia Dakar at least three times a week. I've just been absolutely addicted. It gets rid of all of my redness and inflammation on my face and really just gives me a great glow. My mom and I have been doing it and absolutely loving it. So really just taking care of my skin during this time, not doing any makeup, trying to drink as much water as I can has been such a game changer for my skin so that hopefully when we get out of this quarantine, your girl will be glowing. Glow up season. All right, guys, before we get into all things quarantine, I'm lucky to have another sponsor for you guys with an amazing, amazing offer. You guys know I'm absolutely obsessed with Go Macro. I've been a huge fan of them for years. I can never have enough of their bars in my house. Go Macro's mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. So they have like 16 flavors. They are absolutely mouth-watering and each macro bar is packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and mind. You will be shocked with how good these taste because they are literally certified organic, vegan, gluten free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy free. I mean, you hear all of those things and you're like, is it going to be tasty? Uh, let me tell you, it's beyond delicious. Okay. I'm obsessed with them. Like I said, I've been eating them for years and they have flavors like oatmeal, chocolate chip, maple sea salt, blueberry, cashew butter. My favorites are the ones with the blueberries and chocolate chips, because sometimes you want a little bit of fruit sweetness. And sometimes you want like a really, really good chocolate chip sweetness. It honestly like completely satisfies my sweet tooth, which I weirdly get now in the morning. I'm like, what is like going on with me? I've never had a sweet tooth, but I wake up and I like crave French toast, which like, (laughs) can't eat that every day and honestly having one of my go macro bars really just quenches that sweet tooth for me but is so so good for me and for the world I told you guys last week about their new double chocolate and peanut butter chip flavor which oh my god sounds amazing and I tried it and let me just speak speak freely now it is so freaking good like I cannot describe to you guys how freaking good this is whoo doggy this stuff makes me hungry it's their newest smooth sanctuary macro bar and it is an oasis of flavor that your taste buds will want to visit again and again so check out all their flavors obviously check out the new one the double chocolate and peanut butter chips and the best part is you can go to www.gomacro.com and use promo code mood for 30 percent off plus free shipping for a limited time so go now get your bars stock up and feel good Okay, guys, let's talk all things real talk, quarantine talk, what's been going on, what I've been thinking, because obviously I've only given you guys a little bit of pieces here and there at the beginning of each episode for the past few weeks. So I figured we would just dive into it because you guys have been sending me so many interesting messages. I also, like I said, put up that Q&A box on Instagram and so many people just had like kind of the same idea of what to talk about obviously there there were so many great topics that I'm going to dive into as well because we can never have enough but I realized this underlying theme of kind of how everyone's feeling during quarantine and I completely related to it and I feel like everyone's just feeling this mass amount of pressure because we're all stuck at home and seeing stuff on social media of what we should be doing and so that's what I kind of wanted to touch on first because I posted that meme on Instagram that kind of said like if you don't come out of this quarantine with a side hustle with all of your creative projects done a new skill you didn't lack time you lacked motivation and then it was crossed out and it said like no you are okay there's a pandemic going on you don't need to be doing all of these things and then there was someone else that said you're not working from home you're trying to work from home during a pandemic and so I feel like there was probably this trend where as for like the first you know week or so of quarantine everyone was like be healthy start a side hustle find a new hobby do this this and this and then the second week everyone was like wait okay I'm finally going to speak out and say I've actually been feeling like shit. You don't actually have to do anything you don't feel like doing. You don't have to put pressure on yourself during this time. And I'm someone who always kind of like advocates for that mentality of not overexerting yourself, not glamorize over exhaustion and stuff like that. And I find it interesting that in this time, there's still that narrative being pushed on social media of like, you have to do all of this crazy stuff during this crazy time. And I say crazy in two totally different ways. Crazy the first way in like side hustle, new hobby project, like 
okay, let's calm down. Nothing great happens overnight. And technically, we're only quarantined for a few weeks as of right now. So yes, you can use this time to be productive. But no matter what, you're not going to come out of this with a new funded business. Like, let's just be real. Like, yeah, you can learn how to knit and like, maybe think of your side hustle and start putting a little bit of work into it. But like, you're literally not coming out of here with like a shark tank handshake ready to go. Let's calm the fuck down. And then the second crazy is like, Bro, there's so much going on in the world. Everyone's anxiety is through the roof. People are healthcare professionals. People are still essential workers. People we know have coronavirus, our friends, our family. Everyone is being affected in so many ways that are just so much to deal with right now. There's not one person that's not affected by this. And there's definitely not one person that's not affected by this in multiple ways. I think people that don't normally have anxiety are being affected in ways they never thought they'd feel. I think people that usually manage their anxiety are realizing how out of control it feels. And usually they're, you know, used to being able to handle it. So I think, like I said last week, obviously be gentle with yourself during this time. I wanted to talk about things that I've been doing in ways that I've been feeling okay during this time to, you know, make you feel okay about what you're doing or just kind of lighten your mood during this time. I wanted to read some different things that I saved on Instagram as well. And there's one quote from We're Not Really Strangers and it says, it's okay to be sad right now, overwhelmed with uncertainty, stressed, anxious, lazy, unmotivated, whatever you're feeling is all right. Let yourself feel it. It will pass. Things will get better. Another quote says, staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means even on hard days, you know that better ones are coming. One quote says, says more we less me another one says don't wait until everything is perfect to be happy and then there's just all those you know great quotes going around about just like I can't wait to hug you when this is over and people just sharing inspiring things that they're they're doing and doing funny things too like people that are kind of just making light of the situation and not making light of the bad parts but just the being stuck at home parts and making us laugh and stuff like that and I think that you know, when I saw the We're Not Really Strangers one, I was really inspired by it because I, I knew that she was saying it because she felt that way too. She wasn't just trying to do like a trendy meme or whatever. And I think I honestly like related to everything almost like week by week. Like the first feeling I had was stressed. Then the second one was anxious. Then it was lazy. Then it was unmotivated. And then it was realizing that this will pass and that things will get better. And so I think that that's just a good reminder to know that you're not alone with those feelings and that it's okay to feel those things. And yes, you can go do some mood boosters. You can work out, you can do your skincare, but like sometimes you just feel unmotivated to do those. So if you just have a few small wins in the day, that's enough. And like, listen, it's fucking Groundhog's Day at this point. You get to wake up and you get to do it all again tomorrow. You literally have nowhere to be. So I've definitely been trying to keep it fun and light in my house and really focus on not comparing myself to other people, as you can tell. I think that I've definitely been trying to get my screen time to go down. It's been going down about 12% per week, and it went up at the beginning of this 118%. <laughs> so obviously my screen time is totally not at my normal level because usually I'm like running around, I'm in the car, I'm in meetings, I'm talking to people, I'm hanging out with people. And obviously without that, you know, it's called social media for a reason because it is social. So without our social lives, we do kind of turn to social media to almost have some form of human interaction. And so I've been kind of making sure I tailor what I'm seeing and really stop my thoughts from going down a rabbit hole. If I see what someone else is doing, I don't want to just watch it to be like, okay, how can I do this? Am I not good enough? Am I not doing enough? You know, should I be uploading more? Should I be making more content? And what I really realized for me during this time, because obviously as a content creator, our first thought was like, oh no, like we're the only people that could be putting out content during this time. You know, like movie sets are shut down. TV sets are shut down. No one can go to the movie theater. A lot of movie release dates have been pushed back. So, oh my God, I, you know, I can make content right now and get a lot of views because it's all that people are consuming. As much as that's true, it's like, okay, but I'm also dealing with the same situation that everyone else is. Everyone's feeling anxious and unmotivated and lazy and stressed. And it's like, just because I usually work from home doesn't mean I'm not feeling those things on a heightened scale. And I have to remember to take care of myself too. And so I kind of came to the realization yesterday that I think this relates to everyone because every, a lot of us are still having to work through this time. And a lot of us have maybe lost a lot of job opportunities and have to kind of figure out what to do next during this time. And I think realizing that everyone's in the same boat, there's actually a lot that's out of our control right now. So going above and beyond to try to 
control things that are not in our band of control. It's allowed me to kind of take a step back, do what I need to do, do what I do feel inspired and motivated to do and realize that I'm in a unique position where I never get to spend this much time with my family. You know, if you're home from college and you're living with your parents, it's almost like instead of kind of getting sick of it or feeling uncomfortable or, you know, missing out on stuff, of course, you're allowed to think about everything you're missing out on. But sometimes it is better to just make the best out of the situation we're in. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Not everyone's situations are ideal. And I think I've always struggled with anxiety of being surrounded by other people, not having my own space. And I've really kind of taken this time to really think, okay, yes, I could become a workhorse right now and put out all this content. But, you know, I also want to be the real me. I don't want to just like start to put together all these insane videos and do makeup tutorials and all this stuff. It's like, that's not authentic to who I am right now. And my personal life affects how I do in business. And I have not spent this much time with my mom for this many days straight since I was literally 17 years old. That's like almost 10 years ago now. And so I'm really like taking care of myself during this time. And I didn't even realize how much I needed this. Like just not in a sense of I needed a fucking pandemic, but I needed this time with my family. I craved it for so long. Like, you know, I moved out at such a young age and didn't get a ton of normal early 20 experiences and I've just been so far away from my family for so long that this is honestly I'm you know I'm really grateful for having my family here and being able to be lazy and snuggle with my mom on the couch and just kind of not really think about stuff like is that kind of stressful yeah there is a lot of shit I probably should be thinking about but at the same time it's like listen we're all fucking stuck right now and we're all gonna have to figure it out but it's like right now in this moment I can just sit back and relax for five fucking seconds and enjoy this time that I truly never get so that's been a big thing for me of like staying sane and keeping it light is just kind of like not overdoing it and really just trying to spend time with my family that I really don't usually get. Obviously, that's not always relatable depending on your situation. But I think something that I've done too is have personal boundaries for myself in this situation, which I think is relatable for everyone. You know, I'm stuck in my house. I'm living with three other people and I've lived by myself for a very long time and then usually I live with my brother but usually he goes to school and he's gone all day and we have our schedules and he's at the gym and now we're like all on top of each other so obviously it's my family so I lived with them all for 17 years but it's different you know like now they're in my space they're in my house and I have a certain way of living and a certain routine that I'm used to And if you're not in your space in your house, you probably feel this way as well, where you just kind of feel like out of your own skin a little bit. Maybe you are sick and tired of being around people. You are sick and tired of having those same conversations. And I think kind of the takeaway can be how can you make it fun and light and then also have your personal boundaries as well. So when you do go and spend some time by yourself, you don't feel guilty and you don't feel like you're doing something bad to the people that you're quarantined with. Because I think a lot of us with anxiety too can kind of like get that social anxiety. So even when we're stuck in these situations, kind of manifests similarly having personal boundaries whether it's with social media or whoever you're quarantined with is really important so what I've been doing is I've been making sure that like I do spend a good chunk of time with my family during the day whether it's a few hours downstairs then I'll come upstairs I'll clean my room and have some me time yesterday I went downstairs for a while I did some work on the couch watched a little bit of tv hung out laughed a lot with my family then I came upstairs and I did some personal work that I wanted to do then my mom came upstairs we watched tv for a while then I kicked her out because I had a therapy call at 7 30 and so I had an hour of kind of self-care for myself of talking to my therapist so those personal boundaries are nice kind of like balancing the time between who you're spending time with I know that everyone's situation is different but even if you can make emotional personal boundaries where you kind of just allow yourself to not have to engage with other people is really important obviously social media boundaries are super important you know you need to curate the content that you're watching listening to make sure you're watching and listening to things that are fun and lighthearted and make you feel good and feel better that don't stress you out that don't make you compare yourself to other people I think all of that is really important as well with boundaries 
I wanted to also touch on some apps that I kind of all put into a folder. And during this time, I'm especially trying to really, really utilize these because now that we have the time and life isn't as hustle and bustle, this is a good time to really kind of lean on those apps. The first one I obviously have is the Calm app. I've talked to you guys about it before. I haven't been meditating during this time, but I did start meditating before. And so I'm leaning back into that by putting in my ear pods. If you are sharing a bed with someone like me, putting in your earphones and doing this is a really easy way to kind of emotionally shut off from other people and have some time to yourself or just listen to the rain sounds on it. It's really, really relaxing and nice to just have that sound in your ears and kind of just tune everything out. The next app, like I talked to you guys about already is the Grateful app, just kind of making those gratitude lists. And it's nice too, because the way it saves it, you can actually, when you go back in the next day or a few days later, your all of your gratitude lists are kind of there. So you can remind yourself of things that you've been grateful for over the past few days or over the entire span of this quarantine, etc. The next app is called Done. And I really like this app because I wanted to kind of do some form of a habit tracker. And I really, really knew that if I wrote it down in a journal, I'm just not a journal person. I don't think it would work. I've tried it in the past and it just, it wasn't for me. And so I found this app and I thought, this is actually really interesting. Like, why don't I just try to think of a few things, see if I can stick with them. And then if I can, like add some more and just like keep evolving and growing. And what I found really interesting is that you could actually only make three habits without having to have a subscription. And I really like kind of setting like small, like financial-ish goals, I guess. I kind of talked about it either on YouTube or Instagram with the Bala arm weights. I was like, I'm not going to let myself buy these really cute chic arm weights unless I do Pilates enough to which then it makes sense for me to buy them. I'm not just going to buy them because they're pretty and I want them and they'd probably be good for the workout. Like I have to actually work out enough to deserve them. So with this, you can only do three habits until you have to sign up for a subscription. And I honestly have no problem paying for subscriptions for this kind of stuff because I feel like it is important for my self-care and it's investing in myself so I don't really have an issue but since I just got it I'm like listen Lauren if you can't stick to these three habits why the fuck am I paying for you to have a subscription so it's also not only holding me accountable to these habits it's altogether holding me accountable to even getting to the place where I can make more habits and have a subscription and have all these different things love the app love the way it's laid out all of these apps that I'm mentioning have such a good aesthetic and they make it so easy and simple to do this also we're obviously addicted to our phones so having it on your phone it's kind of like hey it's already right in front of your face you might as well do it before you go to bed so the three habits that I'm starting with are five deep breaths per day drink at least four cups of water per day and work out at least three times in the week so you can get really really custom with your things you make all of your own habits you can set reminders you can not set reminders you can do certain days you can do weeks you can do whatever it's actually an amazing app I love the way it's laid out so if you want to do a habit track or just kind of hold yourself accountable highly recommend it's called done all these apps are actually saved on at lauren elizabeth inc on instagram in the app highlight and then lastly is it called dailyo and i've actually like when i was younger i thought about creating an app like this because i realized that i think i have like short-term fucking memory loss and whenever i go to therapy or to a doctor they're like how have you been feeling lately i'm like um and I just like I can't fucking remember I'm like what did I do this week like I just I literally can't keep track of it and so part of my self-care not only is holding myself accountable but just really being able to look and have 2020 hindsight not being able to look and be like I think I've had a good week like I want to actually be able to look and kind of like see you know, the past seven days, what's really been going on. Also, I'm someone with anxiety and I do go to therapy and I do have like a psychiatrist and medicine and all this stuff. So for me, when I'm really, you know, putting medicine in my body and stuff, I really want to be able to keep track of, okay, right now I'm changing prescriptions. Have I really been feeling better? or Do I like need to switch my meds up or whatever? TMI, but it's true. So this app is super easy. You literally click add and you do today. You can also do yesterday if you forgot another day. It asks, how are you? And there's literally just like five emojis and it's like rad, good, meh, bad, awful. And then you kind of curate the other things you want it to ask you. Like if you had social time, if you had creative time, how was your sleeve? What did you do for yourself? How was your eating? Like you can literally totally customize it, but it also takes like 30 seconds to do. And then you have this whole kind of like cute little aesthetically pleasing list that shows you kind of like how you've been feeling overall. It looks really good. It's super easy. I just 10 out of 10 recommend this if you're someone like me. 
So besides my favorite apps, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing in quarantine is being of service. I think one of the best things with anxiety and kind of just self anything that is hard or negative is putting positive energy and helping other people. And I've kind of been combining that with connecting with others and stuff because obviously, you know, I've been donating money and I've been making sure to support small businesses, doing my part in that way. It's kind of that extra step of connecting with people and being of service that I think also really makes us feel good. So like I always say, I've been really connecting with people and getting on FaceTime and Zoom, talking to my grandparents so much, talking to my cousins so much. We literally have a family group chat with all of my cousins, all of my aunts and uncles and my grandparents. And we are in it every single day. I'm in constant contact with my girlfriends from Chicago, constant contact with my best friend group in LA, just really kind of being of service, making sure everyone's okay, dropping off food at friends' houses, figuring out the best way for the older people in our lives to get groceries, just really kind of stepping up and doing that. And then if you've kind of already figured that stuff out, the next thing I do is kind of honestly just be of service in my own home. I know it's easy to kind of be like, oh, I'm sick of my family and I'm sick of this quarantine situation. And I felt that. But now kind of when my mom asks me to do something, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I've just been taking out the trash. I've just been doing the dishes and knowing that my mom doesn't have to worry about that and do that and just feeling like I'm getting something done and knowing that I'm making her feel better is a small, small act of service that goes a long way for making me feel good and for making someone else feel good. It's not glamorous. It's not fabulous. But honestly, it's a positive thing that's small, but it's giving back to the people that you love. Obviously, a huge self-care thing for me is watching TV and reading. So I told you guys about what I've been reading, but for TV, I've been totally into watching Vanderpump Rules. I absolutely love this season. I talked all about it with Maddie on OK Sis. Lala is just absolutely everything. She is like my spirit animal. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She gives me life during this time. Obviously started Real Housewives of New York with Olivia. It is absolutely batshit crazy. I cannot get over it. This season is going to be absolutely wild. My friend told me to watch Money Heist and it was the best decision I ever made. You honestly can't really tell that it's dubbed in like from Spanish to English and it is so good. I already watched the whole first season and started the second season last night and it just like it's such a feel good to know you have nowhere to fucking be and you can just binge the shit out of anything. So if you haven't started Vanderpump Rules or Money Heist or Blacklist or just like any of those shows that you always hear people talking about but you've never had the time to sit down and watch, binge. Get lazy, get some food, get cozy, get in bed and just fucking binge. Shit's Creek, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Grace and Frankie, like parks and recreation, like anything you need to make you laugh. Just get the fuck in bed, put on your hoodie, cuddle up, get some cookies and some popcorn, get on TikTok and get on fucking Netflix and literally you don't have anywhere to be. Enjoy it. Feel like you're like a college kid on spring break. So honestly, that's kind of my just like quarantine time things that I've been doing for self-care like TV, sleeping in, being a potato, eating whatever I want, but having those small positive things like working out, like all the apps that I mentioned to you guys, connecting with people, giving back, getting some fresh air, relaxing. I've been vlogging too, which is another creative outlet of mine. And as unmotivated and stressed and anxious and just lazy and tired I am, getting that vlog up for me and getting this podcast up every week. It's still such a creative outlet and a release for me that I enjoy doing. So I just highly recommend not being hard on yourself. Don't look to other people for what they're doing. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to bake banana bread, bake fucking banana bread. If you don't, you don't have to just because everyone on Instagram is baking fucking banana bread. Okay. If you want to binge TV, binge TV. If you want to start a side hustle, I mean, fuck it, start a side hustle. It's just do what you feel is right. Know your feelings are okay, but try to at least be grateful and have some positivity and positive moments in your days. You don't have to be happy all day long. That's literally humanly impossible. You just have to be gentle with yourself. Before we jump into hashtag my mood, another thing that you can be doing right now is actually fall in love. 
Quarantine is particularly lonely if you're single, but social distancing doesn't have to be social isolation. You guys have obviously heard me talk about SHIP, S-H-I-P, and it's a dating app that's actually fun to be on because instead of swiping alone on your couch, you can recruit your friends, coworkers, family, etc. to help set you up. So if you're single, you invite a group of friends to swipe for you. And the best part is if you're not single like me, you can still join to help your friends out. You don't make a profile or anything. No one knows that you're on it. You're basically just put in this little group chat with your crew. You swipe for your friend. You can chat in your crew, give each other pickup lines. You can say like, oh my God, did you see this guy? Have you started a conversation with him yet? Let's go. Honestly, such a fun thing to do right now. And I have literally seen some of my friends do FaceTime dates. Like they're literally still dating in quarantine. And if you're going to do it, do it with ship because that way, like you're doing it with your friends. Like it's a heightened experience of dating. It's the best freaking way to do it. It's literally perfect for right now. Ship is helping everyone date from home with some brand new in-app features. It's so cool. You can show that you're down to hashtag DFH and you'll get a badge on your profile. So you can ship yourself and your friends with people who also agree it's more responsible to stay home. Why would you want to be dating someone that's not staying home right now? Besides essential workers, obviously, but someone that's just like not taking this time seriously swipe to the left rather than passing the quarantine on instagram scroll through ships updated activity feed and see who all your friends are swiping on who they've matched with and who they're talking to ship also recently redesigned their app to let you make as many dms and chats as you like with whoever you like because sometimes you need to include your coworker on your prospects and sometimes you don't want her to know you're asking for pickup lines while on a conference call ladies i mean this is all genius it's like ship is really giving us the in-app features that they know we need So date someone your friends already like and feel social doing it. Download SHIP, the app that lets you swipe with friends. That's SHIP, S-H-I-P. Search for SHIP Dating in the App Store to start swiping today. The first hashtag my mood is Corona Glow Up slash anxiety. So Corona Glow Up and anxiety is my mood because on one end, I really want to take this time to dive into the things I've always wanted to get into, like reading, deep cleaning, you know, all the stuff we say we do if we have the time and really take this time to do things so I look and feel my best after quarantine is lifted. When my anxiety isn't as crippling and I feel good and want to do stuff, it's almost like I psych myself out and can't let myself feel good because of everything going on and what I need to do to prepare for the worst. Do you have any tips on how you talk yourself through this or what you would suggest to think and do? This is definitely something that I've always been talking about but I think it's interesting that you said when my anxiety isn't crippling and I feel good I want to do stuff but it's almost like I psych myself out I think this is a huge thing for people with anxiety and I totally touched on it last week of like I can't allow myself to feel good because I have to prepare for the worst so I think when you're feeling good and you start to try to psych yourself out you have to remember that that's your anxiety talking you have to think about it as like a physical image that you like see in your head like think of like a monster in your head and the more you talk to it the bigger it gets so the more you feed it the bigger it gets and so you have to tell yourself this is a thought of anxiety I'm going to stop it I'm not going to feed it I'm not going to go down this road and the more you do that the smaller and smaller the conversations get with your anxiety monster so if you are feeling good you have to like literally tell yourself I'm feeling good right now. I'm not going to talk to my anxiety right now. I'm going to just try to do things that feel good until I don't feel like doing them anymore. And if my anxiety gets too bad, that's okay. I'll take a break. And you have to allow yourself to feel good, but you also have to not shame yourself for having anxiety. Don't put too much on your plate. Like don't have too many expectations of yourself. Just because we all have the time right now doesn't mean we're not going through a pandemic. Yes, it'd be amazing to be able to take this time and literally do everything under the sun that we've always wanted to do. Make all these things in our habit tracker perfect. Make a gratitude list every single day. Deep clean our apartment. Clean out our closet. Start a new workout routine. Do our skincare every night. But literally none of us are perfect and there's not going to be a day where we do every single thing and check off every single thing on our list. That's why especially when you're making lists, you want to make them in order of priorities so that as you go down the list, you're checking off the biggest by biggest priority so that when there's things not checked off on your list you know that they were low on your list for a reason and it's okay that you didn't get them done so I would pick two things out of all the things you mentioned that are just totally your biggest priority to focus on and yes you can write down other goals and stuff but you have to know that you don't have to get everything done that you're allowed to live in the gray area you have to remember that anxiety is very black and white thinking it's either everything's perfect or everything's going to shit and that's just not true life is gray life is in the gray area there are going to be really really good things and really really bad things 
and that's okay. You're not going to do everything 100%. So don't think you have to use this time to either 100% be anxious and 100% just be a couch potato and lazy or whatever, or 100% be perfect and get everything done. You can be somewhere in the middle. You can be lazy for the second half of the day, productive for the first half. You can have two hours where you do a lot of really good cleaning, and then you can have four hours where you sit on Netflix. You have to be gentle with yourself, not feed into your anxiety too much, but also not shame yourself for having it. So that's kind of my advice and what I do. And that's why I think the gratitude list actually does help because it makes you realize how many small things you actually did accomplish during your day and stop psyching yourself out and making yourself feel so bad. I think also you had to remember that anxiety is wanting to control a situation and there's so much of this situation you can't control. So psyching yourself out and preparing for the worst, you can only be so prepared and you're going to have to take each thing as it comes. So know that you have things put in place and you'll deal with those things when they come, but they're literally not here right now. So go do something else for 60 minutes. It's not going to kill you. You're still going to be prepared after the 60 minutes is up. Look at how much time you've been spending stressing out and think about the couple things you could have done during that time, whether it's just watch something on TV or whether it is clean something in your house. You just have to be gentle with yourself. There is no expectation of what you need to be doing during this time. Everyone's process is different. Do not compare yourself to what everyone else is doing. If someone's really, really anxious, you don't have to feed off their anxious energy and entertain it. I had serious personal boundaries when this whole thing started. I would go over and see my boyfriend and he would be so freaking stressed out, so anxious, so fearful, literally thought the world was ending, preparing for the fucking purge. And I was just like, listen, I've like, I've heard your logic. I've completely prepared, but now this is crossing the line of preparedness And this is just going into like catastrophizing. And my personal boundary is walking away from this environment and situation and spending some time taking care of myself because I know that I'm prepared and I know that if I stay here, it's only making me anxious. I'm going to walk away right now. And that's okay. Everyone's processes are different. You can be there for people in your life, but you don't have to take on their energy. And also you can see what other people are doing. And if it's amazing and productive, first of all, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know if it's just a facade. Don't compare yourself to other people just in general, but especially during this time. A lot of people want to have a Corona glow up. And I think that's like such a fun way to make it light and make it fun. So if you do want to kind of like work out, take care of your skin, try some new hairstyles, play around with makeup, that's totally okay. Just because I'm not wearing makeup all of quarantine doesn't mean you don't have to get ready and feel good about yourself. I personally just don't get my self-confidence and the feeling good from putting on makeup. It's just not my thing, but that doesn't mean it can't be your thing. It's all about figuring out what works for you. Some people want to get dressed, put on jeans, put on a real outfit, feel good about themselves, set up a date night. I literally told my mom, When we were talking about what are we going to do for Easter, I was like, I'm not fucking getting dressed to go downstairs to the kitchen and have Easter brunch. Like we're in fucking quarantine. Like I'm not pretending like we're like doing Easter. Like, yes, we can have a nice time with the family and eat good food. But I was like, feeling good for me isn't getting dressed and like putting on a show. You know what I mean? Like it's just being with the people that I love. But that's what works for me. It's all about what works for you. The next hashtag my mood is unsure if my relationship is bad or if it's just my anxiety during the pandemic. I really need some advice basically COVID forced me into a long distance relationship and I'm not sure if my anxiety is making me overthink all the flaws of my relationship or if I actually need to end things we've been together for a little over eight months but we've been best friends for years before that we're so happy together he treats me really well and is still my best friend and favorite person in the world we're literally just very in love I have no other way to put it the problem is despite how much I love him we're really different I've been secretly anxious our whole relationship because he's not at all who I pictured myself with long term and I think it might be very likely that our different are too big for me like marry him for example my faith is everything to me while he's an atheist I'm so excited to be a mom someday while he is certain that he never wants kids honestly just so many things that I could list we just have very different values on most things I know this is kind of psycho in a new relationship but sometimes I look at him and think damn I love you but I really don't want you to be the dad of my future kids and also there are probably people out there for both of us who we'd be more compatible with so I get really anxious that we're wasting time with the wrong person when there's other right ones out there I've had pretty bad anxiety anxiety and OCD and stress about overthinking every part of my life, not just my relationship. And since I've never been in a relationship before, I have no idea if I would be like this no matter who I'm dating. I've gone back and forth every five minutes. If my relationship is causing me to stress this much, I definitely need to end it. And why the fuck would I end it if he treats me perfectly and I'm so in love with him? Help. I don't know what to do. Well,
Well, first of all, everyone always knows that I recommend therapy because I feel like when you, you know, say you have anxiety and OCD and you overthink everything in your life kind of similarly to this, it's really, really helpful to be able to talk to someone that makes you separate the thoughts of anxiety versus thoughts that are real and logical and how to navigate those feelings. So that's obviously my number one tip for people with anxiety and OCD and kind of things like that because it can be a really really vicious cycle that takes over your life and if these thoughts and stuff are taking over your life and kind of impacting your life in a negative way I think that's always a reason to get help and it's not a sign of weakness it's not bad it just honestly is going to turn you into a better version of yourself and make you be able to manage these in every situation in this situation in particular I you know I don't know how old you guys are I don't know what your timeline is But for me, I always say that when Cameron and I argue, if the fight is not about something that has to do with our morals or our values and our deep rooted foundation, is it really worth picking this battle? And so the reason I bring that up is because I feel like fights, disagreements, differences, if they don't go against our morals and our values, you have to kind of be lighter on them and really pick and choose. Therefore, if you guys don't share the same morals and values I think this can be really really tricky in the long run so if you really are happy and in love right now but you're not in a rush to get married you've never dated before you're having fun I think it's okay but if you're someone that thinks okay what's the point of dating if you don't see a future with someone then these are serious things that you really need to consider and obviously it sucks because you guys are happy together and you're in love so I would obviously start by having an actual conversation with him and seeing what his real morals values are and plans for your future because at the end of the day I don't believe in wasting time in a relationship I think when you're young and you're in high school and college like obviously you want to be able to date people and you want to be able to have fun but at a certain point it's like why are we dating and wasting our time if we don't see a future together and you want to be able to date more people too I think my fear for you not having dated anyone else is you really are kind of curious as to who else is out there I think Everything you've said doesn't really sound like anxiety talking to me with the logistical stuff, but obviously the way you're going on in circles in your head is totally anxiety and stressing yourself out. But I think your morals and your values are really important to you. And those are absolutely the number one thing you and your partner have to share. I think that relationships grow and evolve and the agreements always change. And so there has to be room for growth and conversation and kind of compromise but if you can't start here and be on the same page it's going to be really hard to grow from there and have those pages change I don't think making these decisions during a pandemic is probably the best thing to do so I would be gentle with yourself right now focus on taking care of yourself right now think okay this is all I've been thinking about during this pandemic I think now is a time to really seek therapy and really seek some self-care and figure out how my mind works so that you can once this is all over continue to think about this situation with a clear mind and with a healthier mindset and manage your anxiety and OCD better but I will say that like I said morals and values are the number one thing I think you should share in a relationship because you're always going to have flaws and imperfections in your relationship but they're much easier to deal with when your morals and your values are aligned and you're always on the same page you can kind of have some leeway and compromise with the little things Wow, we are just all going through some shit right now. You know, it is a crazy time to be alive and there is no right or wrong way to feel right now. There is no right or wrong thing to be doing right now. Everyone just try to be gentle with yourself and allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. Thank you guys so much for bearing with me through this rambly rambly podcast I mean this is just a wild wild ride and I'm doing my best to be a source of positivity a distraction just something to do in your day that's a little bit different thank you guys so much for coming to me for that I hope you give this podcast five stars it would really mean a lot to me especially in this time subscribe and support my sponsors because that is how you support this podcast and businesses right now like myself take care of yourself you guys do something kind for someone else big or small it doesn't matter it'll make you feel better and it'll really mean a lot to other people right now if you guys need more content to boost your mood you can always follow me at 
Lauren Elizabeth. Also, for even more details, at Lauren Elizabeth Inc., you can shop comfy clothes at xletelabel.com. I love you guys so, so much. I'm thinking about you constantly through this time. Thank you for supporting me while these times are tough. It means more than you freaking know. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'll have a new and exciting episode next week. Till then, stay safe and sane. Bye.